Y'all, moving sucks. I'm just going to say that right now. Like, I got to pack everything up again. And I got to get it over to the other place. Like, at least I got some of the hard stuff done, right? Like, I got all my Funko Pops. They're all packaged up and sent away now. Now I'm, like, looking at this room. I got, like, four bookshelves with books on them. Because that's what you put on bookshelves. I got, like, 1,500 posters that got they got to go with. I got a desk, a beautiful L desk. That's got to go with. I got this TV stand that I haven't even used because I got one TV in there. I got one TV hanging up, so I didn't have to use this TV stand, so it's been in here. So that's got to go over there. I got this futon. I got hundreds of chairs. I got so many chairs. It's insane. I have a chair for everything until I need a chair for something different, and then I don't have that chair, right? So eventually, I need an office chair. I need a spinning chair because all the other chairs that I want or have, mind you, they don't work for the desk, right? This chair right here, tried it, too low. One of those folding chairs, too uncomfortable. I got a nice beach chair that I use for outside. It's my favorite chair in the world. I think I'm going to sit at a, at a computer desk like this? Absolutely not. This looks like I'm going up a tree for bananas. I don't want your bananas. No, thank you. I'll pass. So I've been dealing with that. Moving. And I got so much stuff to move. Got to move couch, bar stools. I don't even know what I'm going to do with bar stools. I got to build a bar for the bar stools. Otherwise, I just have two bar stools down there, and they're super nice bar stools. I just bought them like six months ago. I got to use them. I don't want. I don't want to get rid of them. I like them. I spent money on them. So and now I got. I got to do that. I got. I got to facilitate something for them, right? And I've talked. Before I removed the carpet, and dude, I don't know if I talked about what was underneath that carpet, but I about just like blew up my mind, dude. I pulled this carpet right, and underneath it looks like it was painted like maroon. Why? Couldn't tell you, but maroon is what it was, okay? And so looking at it, I'm like, you know, I can live with this color. This color will be okay. So I'm pulling up this carpet. By the way, the carpet's disgusting. I know I've said it before, but the carpet is just the grossest carpet. It's like she left four cats just to roam free, and they held bloody battles down there. Or pissing battles. It was probably pissing battles. They were pissing everywhere. There's just random gross spots all throughout that carpet. I had to wear a mask because, you know, I don't want any of that hepatitis C Get into my system. I don't know if cats carry hepatitis, but you know what I'm saying, right? You know, you got ko koalas carrying chlamydia. Cats got to carry hepatitis. It's just, it just tracks here, okay? So I ripped that carpet up, and then, yeah, it was only half. They only decided to paint half of the basement floor, and then they're like, you know what? Let's just put carpet over this thing. So they did that. And it looks like shit now. So now I gotta paint the whole damn floor on the basement at some point and then, you know, epoxy it and then just call it a day, man. Just call it a day. It'll be done. I'll build a bar down there, build an entertainment place down there, you know, get that big 70 inch TV, you know, with a 
with a nice little fuck. What's the word? Uh, mm, damn it. What is it? It's furniture. And there's lots of cushions. Uh, well, the word's gone. It's not going to come to me. Damn you, you ADHD a alien inside of my noggin. Damn it. Anyways, that was on the on the list of things to do. Get that down there, you know, and it's just this big L of like couch, but it's not couch. Sectional. <laughs> I came up with it. It's a sectional that I want down there. Obviously, I gotta put a rug down first, put the sectional down, get that 70-inch TV, watch football games on Sundays, right? Put them movies on on Thursdays or whenever, whatever day I decide is movie day, right? So I got that going for me, right? I got all the wallpaper removed, all that stupid wallpaper. One wallpaper was in the dining room where the dining room and the regular room, they flow together, but... They decided that they wanted to use two different greens, and they're only slightly different. And for normal people, it doesn't bother them. But for me, it's like, why did you do it that way? It doesn't make sense, right? And so I got all the wallpaper off, and the other one was like hugs and kisses. Thank you. Pass. Hard pass. Couldn't figure out why that was even an option. Right? Who's buying that? Even if I had a daughter, which someday... God willing, I will have children, but I, if I have a daughter, if I'm lucky enough to have a little girl, I will not put hugs and kisses wallpaper along the upper apparatus of her room. No, no, no. I'll put guardian angels. Yeah, because I want her to be protected at all times. I'm going to tell you right now, y'all. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but if I have a daughter, like, you you hear, you'll hear it here first, that girl's gonna run my life, man, I can't, I can't say no to a little girl, I just can't, in a non-weird way, I think little girls are my weakness, like, I can't say no to them, they're too cute, I remember one time at Fairway, or the grocery store that I used to work at, and this little girl, she comes up, right, and she she had this box of blueberries, right? And she drops the box of blueberries, fall all over. And I'm like, oh, man. Of course, I'm like pissed because I'm like, shit, I got to clean this up. She goes, oopsie, I dropped it. And I just, my heart melted, dude. I was like, don't worry. I got it. You're still okay. You're so good. And I realized that if I have a daughter of my own, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to discipline her. I think she's going to run my life because all I wanted to do was protect that child. I wanted to protect that little girl from the world because if anybody was going to get mad at her, I would have beat the shit out of them. I would have. Just like that. Like if, I think if a little girl was like, I need you to assassinate a high government official, I think I'd do it. Like, okay. This little girl said it. I got to do it. So let's just hope my little girl doesn't become some Russian spy or something. Because I'll be screwed. I will be screwed. But anyways. Uh, oh man, off, off topic. Yes. So all the paint. 
I mean, the room needs to get repainted. Got the wallpaper all off today. That was good. Got all the carpet strips off the stairs. So now the stairs are safe to walk on without getting stabbed in the foot. For the most part, there might be a loose nail or something. Still some staples in the side from the carpet. So, gotta deal, gotta deal with that, you know? But other than that, it's ready to go. It's, it's super, super ready to go. So, yeah, by this time, I mean, this is, there will only be one episode left probably in this studio after this one. Maybe two more. But we're coming to the end in this beautiful room, and we're just gonna upgrade, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm super excited about it, y'all. It's, it's gonna be a great time. So then, let's just move on to something else, and that something else is, I just watched the first episode of Secret Invasion. Okay, and I have to watch this entire show um, by Wednesday because of JP and the Beanstalk. Shout out to that other podcast that's wonderful um, where we're going to probably talk about it and then talk about the Ninja Turtle movie after seeing the Ninja Turtle movie. But so far, I'm like, eh, it's got potential, you know, but at the same time, it's like, why, you know? It's just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why this Marvel show exists and... You know, I've been hearing the reviews for this entire show, and I'm going to hold off my opinions until I've watched it myself. But if this turns out to be as bad as what everybody's saying it is, I I think Marvel's dead. Which I never thought I'd say, but we'll we'll figure out on the next epi- episode of JP and the Beanstalk if that stays true. But I do, from the bottom of my heart, I think. If this show plays out as bad as it does, which it already has, I think Marvel's dead. We haven't had anything spectacular outside from since Endgame outside of Spider-Man No Way Home and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which were just two continuations of movies that were already set in the MCU. You know? So... I can't believe I would ever be the one to say it because I am a Marvel fanboy. I love seeing all that stuff, man. This sucks. Like, I don't want to go see the Marvels. I don't want to go see Captain Marvel. Why? I never liked her in the first place. And this first episode is crazy. Well, this is crazy. This first episode was just kind of like good setup. But like at the same time, I'm like, Why? So we'll see if if that continues. I'm going to watch another episode tonight before I go to bed, I think. I'm going to try to tackle two a day until it's over, you know. But, man. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll let you know. But after that, I don't even know what to look forward to. Right? Marvel just needs to get shit together and figure out the a damn direction it wants to go. I guess part of the damn problem. Like... I don't think they ever recovered from losing Robert Downey Jr. and and uh, Chris Evans. I don't think they ever recovered, and I don't know if they will recover. To me, it, it, it doesn't look like it will. So, I am more excited for Craven the Hunter than the Marvels. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. And we've had some, look, we've had some good Marvel shows, right? Good Marvel movies. Like I said, we had Guardians. I, I don't count Cross the Spider-Verse as an MCU movie, because it's not. But, like, that was fantastic. 
And then Sony just pushed back all their stuff, right? They have no idea when the third movie that that's coming out anytime soon. So it's like, what are we doing, man? What is Marvel doing? I never thought I'd be more excited for DC. Also, I don't know who this is. This guy named Giovanni. He keeps telling me that he's on Snapchat. I don't know a Giovanni. Okay, the only Giovanni I know is on freaking Pokemon, and I beat his ass because he was a member of Team Rocket. And Snapchat just keeps pushing this guy out of me. I don't know you. I don't know you, Giovanni. I don't know you. Leave me alone, dude. X. I don't know you. Yeah, I don't know this person. I didn't know I could actually put that in there. That's interesting. Okay. Well, so in traditional fashion, it's been another couple of weeks. And I just, look, I'm not going to lie to you. My brain's kind of been dead over this last week and a half. I think moving and the stress of moving has been getting to me. All the work that needs to be done is getting to me. All the money that's got to be invested has been getting to me, man. I'm not going to lie. I, I think it's been getting to me. Which was the point of that whole spiel. Uh, yeah, I've just... Beer has been my, like, safety net. But, dude, you, do you, I don't think you understand how many different colors of gray that I've looked at looked at so many different colors of gray for that house, right? And here's the thing. Here's what pisses me off the most, right? Because A, all these paint variations have all these crazy name like Arctic Snow and like Flagpole and like um, Granite Steel or something like that, you know? Like these are all paint names. Bro, why can't we just have light, light gray, light gray, gray? Dark gray, dark, dark gray, and then black, right? Why can't we just keep it simple, right? Instead, we have to have, you know, avenging orange or blood red or, you know, prairie grass. I don't get it. But anyways, I've looked at so many fucking grays. And here's the thing that pisses me off the most about the grays, right? It's... Each company, you know, has their hundreds of different colors of paint, right? Like that, that's the whole point. They want to have every color. Can you tell me why that with their grays, they ch choose to spell them in different variations, right? And obviously there's two ways to spell gray. G-R-E-Y, G-R-A-Y. Look, and this is how I remember the difference between the two. America is G-R-A-Y. Europe is G-R-E-Y, right? America, gray with an A, Europe, E with gray with an E, right? It makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It's easy to remember. So why in the fuck do you not have all the grays G-R-A-Y? This is America, bitch. I don't get it. I don't get it. We're not in Europe. We're not in Europe. We are in America. And in here we spell gray G R A Y. You can't have it both ways. You get it one way. Okay? None of this two-way bullshit. I know in America right now, everybody wants to be happy and everybody wants to get their way. 
Well, guess what? It's one way, and it's with an A. I did not mean for that to rhyme, but it worked. Anywho, like I was saying, my brain's been dead, right? And you've now seen why that is the case. But we're going to go back to our 55 strangest superstitions list. Because you know what? I just need something to shit on. I really do. Last week, I was super aggressive at Ragbri, right? And it took a lot of stress out of me. So I think this would just be good for me, is if I take this bad boy out some more. So I believe we are in... I believe we're at number 11. So we've done 10. We're at number 11 on this good housekeeping superstitions list, man. So the first one, and I'm already annoyed, it's itchy hands have financial repercussions. In Turkey, an itchy right hand means you'll come into some money, but an itch on your left means you'll lose money. Hold on. So one on the right hand, it's on the right hand, you're going to get some money soon. It's on the left hand, you're going to lose some money soon. So what happens if you have an itch on your toes or an itch on your balls? You know how many times my balls itch, dude? Like all the time. So is if, if I itch my right nut, does that mean I'm going to get some more money? And if I itch my left nut, I'm losing money? Because I'm not going to lie to you, I itch both nuts at the same time. So it's like... Where are we at here? But no, it's silly. I don't understand. So I I don't get it. Because are you, is this the money you pay bills with? And this is the money you accept checks with? That doesn't make sense. That's just a stupid one. Dumb. That was dumb. Don't like it. Number 12. Don't play with scissors. I mean, that's just common sense. It's just common sense. You learn in kindergarten not to run with scissors, and you got to keep the scissors with the pointy end down, right? Because if you put the pointy end up, you trip, you fall, you take out your eyeball, you die. Common sense. Don't play with scissors. Crafters, beware. Idly playing with scissors will bring bad luck, according to Egyptian lure. I think they meant lore. Not L-U-R-E. Plus, it's just plain dangerous. Duh, it is plain dangerous. That's stupid. That one's a dumb one. That's an obvious, obviously that makes sense. The bad luck is you're going to stab yourself with a blade, an unprotected blade. Okay, what are you doing that's so damn important with scissors, right? Where you just cut your finger off, right? Like, who plays with them? You're asking for it. That's like playing with a switchblade. That's just silly and stupid. So, 0 for 2 on these. Stepping in dog poop isn't necessarily bad. Well, that's false already. We're 0 for 3 today. That's just stupid. Stepping in dog shit is the worst. Pick up after your dog. I'll tell you what. I've lived in two apartment complexes back to back now where nobody picks up after themselves, okay? So at my last apartment, when it snowed, they didn't want to take their dog in the snow, probably because they didn't want the dog to get wet, right? But they just let him poop on the sidewalk. So then there's all this dog shit on the sidewalk, and you're like, well, why is the dog shit on the sidewalk? Well, it's because you're fucking lazy. And then nobody wants to pick up their dog poop because you're lazy. 
It doesn't make sense. Just throw the dog in the snow. The dog will be fine. You get a towel. You wipe the dog down. And then you don't have to worry about a damn thing. Pick up after your own dog poop, right? Now, number two, in this apartment complex, some dumb bastard, okay, don't know who it is. They let their dog poop on the stairs and left the dog poo on the stairs. Dude, I live here. I gotta smell that from here. What are you doing? Pick up after your dog. Go get a baggie. Right? And first of all, second of all, if you are taking your dog out to go to the bathroom and you don't take a bag, fuck you. Fuck you. Okay? Because you're just, you're being a dick to be a dick. You, you want your dog to be somebody else's problem, essentially. And therefore, you shouldn't have a dog. I think three strikes of not picking up after your own dog, you should lose your dog. I think that should be a new federal law. All right, let's see why this is not necessarily unlucky. This one seems unlucky all around, but just go with it. Stepping in dog poop is actually considered good luck in France. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. If you do it with your left foot, it's only bad luck if you step with your right foot. What the fuck difference does it make? Stupid. Stupid. This is why we don't let the French have opinions. Next! Bird poop brings good fortune. Again, bullshit. My dad and mom got pooped on by a pelican. Do you think they just walked into a, a winning a lottery ticket? Fuck no. Absolutely not. Instead, I just got to laugh because it was a pelican. A pelican pooped on you. That's funny, right? Imagine if it would have dumped all of what was in its mouth on them, too. All right, let's see. According to a Russian superstition, this also makes sense. Zibber shit on you. Very good, very good. I need to work on my Russian accent. Bird poop. On shoulder. Good luck. Very good luck. Bird poop that lands on you or something that belongs to you will bring you wealth. Something to keep in mind the next time you're reading under a tree. Oh, yes, the bird poop on me. And then... I win million dollars. This is terrible Russian accent. I'm butchering it. I am so sorry. Okay, number 15. Owls are bad omens. Okay, this one, I can kind of get behind. Okay? Look at what happened to Harry Potter. Harry Potter had a pet owl that got that sent him letters, right? That's how he got all his letters. Do you see what happened to Harry Potter? A lot of bad shit happened. He was always in the middle of things, right? You know? I don't... He died, I think, at one point. Spoilers. Uh, I think he got struck by lightning, hence the mask thing. The mask thing. The scar thing, right? He can't fucking read, cause, so he needs glasses. I mean, that's a lot of bad luck right there. So that makes sense to me. And also, have you seen owls? Owls are creepy, dude. They like, first of all, any animal that can... Fully rotate its head 180 degrees. Wait, hard. Hold on. 360 degrees is possessed. It is a, a possessed animal. Okay, that's a demon in in a bird's body. That's what that is. And therefore, I will agree with this one that owls are bad luck. Okay, let's see what the the reason is. Egyptian superstition that if you see or hear an owl, terrible news is coming. Yet another reason. Yeah. So. So the owl is not a good omen. Bad omen. I believe it. 
I 100% believe that. So we are one for five. Four of them dumber than shit. This one makes sense. So you guys are probably wondering now, what's what's the topic of, of today? What's the topic? Well, y'all, I'm really excited about this one. I've been holding on to this one for a little while because I just want to time it perfectly. And the time is now. We're talking Ninja Turtles today. Why? We're getting a new animated movie, and I'm super stoked for it, right? It's going to be awesome. And the animation looks fantastic. The, the teenagers, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are actually teenagers in this one, which they were always supposed to be, but this time it kind of feels like they are for real again, you know? Sometimes they, they seem like they're a little bit older, a little bit more mature, and maybe that's the mutagenics in their noggins, right? That they just are automatically up to speed with everything. But I've been a huge Ninja Turtle fan since birth, right? I came out the womb with a turtle shell on, probably. And so, like, I am super stoked for this movie. I haven't watched or... Yeah, I haven't watched or read anything Ninja Turtles in a long time, right? I have the first, like, seven issues of the Ninja Turtle comics on my on my bookshelf there, and they're fantastic, right? So, I'm super stoked uh, about this movie. Uh, they're really focusing on the mutants, so it should be really good. But I could I could go in depth all over here, but I think we all know what's next. So let's get to the whiteboard. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle. We are here, we're talking about the Ninja Turtles, alright, and now let's first talk about their origins. How did the Ninja Turtles come into existence, okay? So... Nope, not Ninja Turtles. I want to write Origins. Yes, that's the word that I'm looking for here. Okay? Origins. Now, there was this blind little boy. Well, no, actually, he was not blind. It was just this little boy. Okay? Here, hold on. I don't want to start this out. Yes. So, here is a street. Okay? So, we'll have, like... You know, stoplights here, okay? Doom, 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 stoplight here. Doom, doom, doom. This is in New York City, so there's a bunch of skylines and stuff, okay? So here's the sidewalk, and then here's the other sidewalk, okay? Okay? Now, this little boy is over here, right? But he starts walking, okay? This little boy is in the middle of the street, okay? And, conveniently, he just bought a fishbowl of four turtles. Okay, this is going to be his pet. He's so excited about these turtles, right? Until this oncoming semi comes through, right? And then we'll just say... Right there, for now. That, that, that's a clue for later, okay? 
but he's driving, right? And this boy doesn't see him, right? Because he's stupid. The boy's dumb, okay? Just so, just so you guys know that this is a little boy, he's going to have a little propeller hat because all little boys have propeller hats. So he's walking along here, doesn't see the car. Some nice bystander comes in, right? And saves the boy, right? He's like... So he like pulls him back, right? And this truck just starts swerving off, okay? It's like, oh my gosh! What happened? Oh no! Okay? This is a chemical truck. It's got chemicals on there, right? And then all the four turtles, right? There's this nice little sewer drain. And all the turtles fall and they go into the sewer drain, right? But here's the catch, right? So in the sewer drain, right? These turtles, right? They're in the sewer. Okay, here's, here's a nice little sewer drain up top. Okay. They are at the bottom of this sewer drain. There's all this water. Okay, there's four turtles down here. Okay. And this chemical truck drops what they call the ooze, right? And with this ooze, it's like canister. Okay. It's a nice little canister. And it breaks, snaps in half. It's like, oh no. And it starts leaking, okay? Starts leaking onto the turtles, right? So all this ooze leaks on this turtles, right? And then this friendly rat comes in, right? This rat, and the rat, hold on, gotta add some more room to this, to this picture, okay? So this rat comes in, right? He stands up for some reason, okay? He, he's just this, just chilling. And he's like, oh no, these turtles, they got all this ooze on them. What am I going to do? All these turtles have this ooze. And then all of a sudden, he gets the ooze on him too, right? But apparently this rat's really old, okay? And so he gets touched by it, and he ends up raising these four turtles to be ninjas. Now, you're probably wondering, oh, rat, a rat, hold on, let me find it. A rat raising turtles. That's crazy. That's because it is. But then you're like, why ninjas? Okay, well, you see, this rat is no ordinary rat. This rat comes from Japan, okay? And this rat would watch his original owner, okay, do martial arts. Because why the hell not, okay? So he's learning karate moves, okay? And obviously, he's got a cool bandana because he's a ninja, and all ninjas have bandanas. Okay? So this rat's learning ninjutsu. His master, Orokusaki, he takes his pet rat to New York because... Wait, no, no. Hold on. No. I lied. So, they're in Japan, right? And this guy... uh don't remember what his original name is. Maybe let, let me let me let me just look it up. Okay, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. Shred Shredder's real name. Uh, let me see. Just show me what his real name is. Oh, oh sorry. 
Oroku Saki is the bad one guy. Okay. Then, uh, hoo, 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 hoo. Okay. I gotta remember this. I'm gonna write this down for myself. I got the names mixed up. That looks silly. Looks silly. All the Ninja Turtle fans are like, you're wrong! I know, I'm sorry. Splinters. Owner. Splinter. Splinter's owner. Hamato Yoshi. So Hamato Yoshi was a chill dude in feudal Japan, right? And he loved this girl. And the girl loved him, right? But Mokusaki also wanted Shinyo Yoshi's girl, right? So then, obviously, they fight. And because of this, Orokusaki kills Yoshi in front of Splinter. Okay? I cannot make this up. All right. So, obviously, he, like, goes at Orokusaki, the rat does. Smacks him across the eye. Okay? Saki smacks him across. You know, he's like, no, you're a stupid rat. Right? And then somehow the rat makes it to New York City and runs into the turtles, raises the turtles as, he, as their own. Now, he finds this history book, okay? And then he names the four turtles after these artists in medieval times. Or during the Renaissance, I'm sorry. And that's how we get the four turtles. And now we get to go into colors, okay? Now, each turtle, right? We have... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because this is the most important part. Okay. The turtles. There are four of them, as I've been saying, okay? The first one is Leonardo, okay? Now, what is Leonardo's role? He is the leader, okay? He's also probably the most skilled, okay? His weapon of choice are katanas, and some people make the argument that they're not actually katanas, but either way, they are katanas, okay? I'm calling them katanas. For anyone who's like, oh, well, who cares? You're right, no one cares. They are swords. That's all you need to know. They are Japanese-style swords. Not quite samurai swords, though. Either way, they are swords for ninjas, okay? Now... He is the most level-headed, okay? Like, if you need a job to get done, he's going to get it done, okay? That's that's Leo's job, and he's going to do it by the book, right? By the book, okay? When in doubt, you go to Leo, all right? Then we have Donatello, okay? Now, Donatello is the tech guy. He's the guy in the chair, right? He makes all the cool gadgets. He makes all the, like, all the cool rides. Like, Donatello's that dude. He'll hook you up, okay? Now, his weapon of choice is the bow staff, okay? Bow staff. And you're probably thinking, yeah, it's just a dumb stick. First of all, the bow staff has got 
And if you've ever been get, gotten hit by a tree trunk, you would know it hurts, okay? Now, it's also great for tripping people. Now, he is obviously, since he's the tech guy, he's the brains, he's the smart guy. Smart, super smart. He knows his stuff, okay? If you need a computer hacked, Donatello is your guy. Now, yes, that is enough for Donatello. Next, we'll have Raphael. Now, Raphael, I would say his role in the group, he's the bruiser. He's the guy that always wants to get into a fight, all right? He gets these cool weapons called Sais, okay? S-A-I-S. Now, they are like a pitchfork thing. If you've ever seen the movie Electra, which probably most of you haven't, because you have good movie taste, and Electra is not a good movie, okay? But they look like pitchforks almost, like mini tridents, if you will. But he's got two of them. So he's got two mini tridents that he just kind of like catches swords with and like can throw. It's great. Okay. Now, one of Raphael's hangups, okay, is, well, I wouldn't say hangups. He's sometimes the loner of the group, right? He'll go off on his own and he's got anger issues, okay? He's the angry one. But he's probably the toughest out of all the turtles, right? He's super tough, okay? He doesn't like listening to Leo because he doesn't always think Leo does it the right way. But at the end of the day, Raphael is probably the one out of all of these that you most want next to you in a fight. Okay, because he's he's going to go down. And if he's going to go down, he's taking people with him, right? But he's not going to be out down and out until he's down and out. Okay. Now, finally, in my favorite of the four turtles, okay, you know me, but it shouldn't surprise anyone, okay? The fourth one. Is Michelangelo. Yes. Or, you know, we'll get in there. We'll get there. Okay. His role in the group is he's the funny one. Okay. Because everyone needs one that's not so serious, right? He's the light-hearted one, right? His weapon of choice, probably the coolest weapons on this list, are nunchucks. Okay. Now, I put in a video game where he can fly with them. I shouldn't say fly, but he can, like, glide with them if it spins him really hard enough. Do I think he can do that mostly, or is that realistic? Not at all. Okay? Now, in some iteration, he has the most raw talent, but doesn't fully use him because he's not that focused, right? Okay? So he's, like I said, he's funny, but honestly, what makes Mikey so great is he's the heart of the turtles, okay? He's he's the one who keeps them all together and tries to keep them together. And yeah, he'll crack a few jokes, but he wants to keep everybody from getting too down too dark of a path, right? Because they're ninjas, man. They run into some like sketchy shit. Alright? So, now, they all have nicknames, of course. Leonardo goes by Leo. Donatello goes by Donnie. Raphael goes by Raph. And if you're wondering, Michelangelo goes by Mikey. Now, you're probably asking, Riley, if you have 
or sons that are quadruplets, would you name them after the Ninja Turtles? My answer is more than likely yes. Okay, because if I'm if I'm getting quadruplets in one shot, hey, it's impressive on my part. I know how to hit a target. Secondly, and more importantly, if they're all boys, 100%, you have to. You have to do it. All right? Now, I'll, yeah. Obviously, I would call them by their nicknames more than anything. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, we have addressed all of the turtles. Origins, the four. Now, let's get into the supporting cast, okay? Now, the supporting cast, I'm going with the main three here. I'm going to look up just to see if I miss anybody. But right, to me, there's only three that really matter that are really important, okay? We have Splinter. All right. And like I said, he's the one who's trained them in the art of ninjutsu. He watched Yoshi do all the martial arts. Okay. He took after him. He can fight just almost as well if he wasn't so old. Okay. Now, in the 1980s cartoon, it was super weird because you would turn into whatever you touched last after the ooze. So the turtles... Last touched a human, which would be Splinter in this case. And Splinter last touched a rat. And so he turned into a rat. He was a human that turned into a rat. The turtles were turtles that turned human-like. I don't like that iteration. I like the iteration I grew up with where he was a rat, also got hit by the ooze, rose up. Okay? So Splinter, like he's the wise old sage of the group. All right? Then you have April O'Neil... Now, April O'Neil has had lots of roles with the Turtles, okay? I'm not going to lie to you. Her first iteration, she's a journalist, okay? Her second iteration, she's kind of all over the place. She's like a, like an archaeologist, like a keeper of all these artifacts, a bunch of other stuff. Either way, April O'Neil, in the iteration I grew up with, actually could hold her own in a fight. Fun fact. In her original iteration, she was kind of the damsel in the distress for the turtles. She just was. Now, she is the human connection to the turtles, right? She's what keeps them up to date on what's going on on the surface. And she also protects them from the media and all that fun jazz. Okay? Because obviously she's a member of the media. She can be like, oh, I would have no idea who these heroes are that saved us. But hey, you know, it's not for giant turtles. Okay? Now. Third one, and my favorite supporting cast member of the Turtles. He does not get talked about enough. It's Casey motherfucking Jones, okay? Now, Casey Jones is, is just this dude who's like, you know what? New York's got a crime problem. And so he dons a hockey mask. And he takes... He was a he must have been like a crazy good athlete and did every sport when he was in high school because he's got a baseball bat. He's got a hockey stick. He's got um what else does he have? Hold on, I know there's more. Why is that the only two sports that are coming to my head? Doesn't matter. He's oh, golf clubs, right? He's just got a bunch of weapons of sporting goods in the back of on his back. In his backpack. I don't know what. It's it's probably like a golf club bag. To be honest with you. 
and he keeps him up there and then he'll pull one out start swinging and he just bashes all these gangsters heads in essentially right and so he teams up with Raphael, and then Casey and Raph will just go on their own solo missions and pretty much just fight people because guess what they both have anger issues okay and Casey Jones is just the best he doesn't give a shit that there's giant mutant turtles around he's like yeah this is great turtles so i love i love me some casey jones and then of course casey and april fall in love with each other you know and she she likes a bad boy i guess don't all women anyways <laughs> let me see tmnt supporting characters i just want to see if there's anybody else that i'm missing that to me is important Okay. Okay. Yep. Hit all them. Yep. That's it. That's it for me. Anyways. So those are the Ninja Turtles. Okay. Supporting cast. Those are the main three you need to worry about. The rest are just kind of, they might be good guys. They might be bad guys, but these three are the main ones. Okay. Now, we go into the final portion of this. We're talking ninja turtle villains, okay? So, there are three categories of villains that I can remember from Ninja Turtles, okay? The category number one is other ninjas, okay? Category number two is other mutants. And category number three, of course, is aliens. Okay, these are the three categories, okay? Now, the main bad guy out of all of these is Oroku Saki, a.k.a. the Shredder. Now, the Shredder leads the Foot Clan, okay? And pretty much, he wants to rule New York. That's what he wants to do. And then he'll use his ninjas to do that, okay? Now, um, growing up, he had a really big sidekick called the Hun, all right? Or er, Hun. I think his name was Hun. Anyways, he, he looked like Brock Lesnar with a, uh, with a dragon tattoo. Pretty badass, okay? And so that was one of the main ones, okay? Now, let me just pull out my notes here because I want to make sure that... I get everything. Okay. So, obviously we have Shredder, and oh my gosh, there's so many. Okay. Uh, mutant wise, I think of a couple. I go Baxter Stockman. Now Baxter Stockman has very complicated. Uh, backstory okay he's technically just a mad scientist who works with mutagenics okay and then he tests on himself and turns himself into a fly okay so that's why i consider him a villain there okay as a mutant another two are stop and rock steady okay bebop oh spell that wrong 
and Rock City. So these two hang out together all the time. They're picked by Baxter Stockman to test to these mutagenic things on them. One, Bebop is the pig, Rocksteady is a rhino, okay? And they're not the brightest, but yes, I'm sure. And here's the thing. Most of them work with the shredder, okay? This is how it works, all right? Let's see here. I just want to make sure. Yep, Baxter Stockman, we mentioned. Foot Clan. Fun, yeah, that was dope. I was right. Okay. Let me see here. Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one, and for aliens, I call him Brain. And not I call him. That is what he's called. He comes from this uh, alien planet. Uh, you know, I need more information on Krang. Uh, he comes from the Utram alien race. Okay. Hailing from Dimension X. Okay, he's just an alien. I can't remember if he's... I think he just tries to get back to his home planet. Again, not 100%. No, I don't have a lot of knowledge on Krang. I didn't have Krang growing up. I had Shredder mainly. I didn't even have Bebop and Rocksteady really growing up. I had, like, other mutants, but he's important, right? I had, like, Leatherhead, which he's kind of a bad guy at first, but then turns into a good guy a little bit, so I'm not going to include him on this list, right? Uh, what else? Oh, the Triceratons they sometimes fight. And those are just literally humanoid triceratops. So it's pretty badass. Just a bunch of these big dudes that are triceratops standing up and they just dominate. They're awesome. Okay. Is there any other villain? I feel like I'm missing something, right? Let me just look at my, my good old list here. Um, yeah, I mean, we could mention Slash. He's like a, another mutant turtle, but he's just not as smart as the other turtles. Uh, ah, yes. We'll include those guys. Uh, this These guys are in like a subcategory of just gangs, but they kind of work for Shredder. And uh, it's the purple dragons. I mentioned them earlier. And they just kind of, they're just delinquents, a bunch of delinquents that just try to run the, run the city, and then Shredder pretty much just uses them to do, make distractions. That's how I've understood the purple dragons. I'm just seeing if there's anything else. Yep, nope. I got nothing else. These are the main villains of the Ninja Turtles. The ones that matter, to be honest. Shredder is the most important. Okay, he's the big bad of the turtles, right? He he pretty much just wants to kill the turtles. He's pissed that Shredder went at him, right? Mainly, he's just angsty because the woman of his dreams didn't love him back, so then he killed a guy, and then he's like, you know what? Because the woman of my dreams, I couldn't get her, and she died. I think she died, probably. And then he's like, I'm just going to go to New York and become this crime lord and take over New York City because that woman didn't love me back. It's honestly kind of sad, to be quite honest, okay? But, I mean, here we are, right? He gets all of these crazy ninjas in New York to work for him. Like, there's a bunch of different kinds of nin foot ninja. It's fantastic. Uh, he's got some that can go invisible. He's got some that have mystical aspects of Matt. Like, it's weird. It's crazy, okay? So, honestly, in this movie that's coming out, the main focus 
is mutinous. Now, if you've seen what Baxter Stockman looks like in this movie, he is creepy. But he's played by Juan Carlo Despacito, which is the perfect casting choice for Baxter Stockman. Now, not because Juan Carlo is creepy, but because Baxter Stockman and everything I've seen is smooth and calculated. And we've seen Juan Carlo do this before with Moff Gideon. And I haven't seen it, but I know he's a great villain in Breaking Bad, right? So Juan Carlo is going to this role and on top of that i hope they make juan carlo despacito the next live action baxter stockman because i think he's perfect for the role right that's like the perfect cast i've ever seen in my life okay and so my guess is he's going to be making all of these mutants uh ice cube it looks like is going to be the main bad guy in superfly right they have mondo gecko played by paul rudd they've got uh who else do they have? I mean, Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop is played by uh, Seth Rogen, and Rocksteady will be played by John Cena. So the, it's a great cast, man. I'm super excited for the movie. Um, where else? And I'm hoping we get Casey Jones. I haven't seen Casey yet. Okay, I want to see Casey Jones. I really do, because I think he's going to be a badass. If they do it right, of course. If they do it right. Man, the last live action one we got, which was awesome, was Stephen Amell. Although I haven't seen it. He just looked like a great choice for Casey Jones. So, yes. Is there anything else I want to talk about turtle-wise? Just making sure that there's nothing else that I want to talk about Ninja Turtle-wise. Uh, the turtles love pizza. It's like their main thing. They love the pizza. There's been... Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got it. Okay. You guys need some recommendations. Okay. I'll give you some recommendations off of what I've seen. Okay. Now. All right. What I've seen and what I've heard is good. Okay. Now, the original comic book material is actually... Like, actually serious and bloody. And I know that IDW is currently doing a, another run, and that run has been pretty well liked. On top of that comic run, they did one called The Last Ronin. And that's one that I want to read, but it takes place in a future where only one Ninja Turtle survived, and now he's like on this mission to avenge his brothers. Pretty cool, right? I'm not going to tell you which turtle it is, but I did guess it right, so that's pretty fucking awesome on my part, okay? So, definitely read the comics if, you know, you need some reading material, right? But if you want to watch it, right, the 1980s cartoon is the original cartoon. This is what kicked Ninja Turtles off the level it was, okay? It's a little campy. It's supposed to be. Do you want to know why they made that cartoon? Pretty easy. They want to sell the toys. Can't sell toys if you don't have a cartoon, okay? So, fantastic. Now, if you don't want a campy cartoon, if you want, like, a more serious tone, when cartoons were in their prime, you for the 2003 cartoon, that was the Ninja Turtles that I grew up with. And, my God, is it perfect. It's so good. I need to rewatch it because I loved it so much. It's fantastic. 
Okay. Now, you want to watch the live action movies? I'm not talking about Michael Bay's version. I'm talking about the original 90s Ninja Turtles. Okay. The 1990 live action. They are phenomenal. Okay. The, uh, the, uh, costumes were made by the same guy who did the Muppets. So, you know, the puppeteering was great. The jokes are timeless classics. Um, they are great. They're fantastic. 10 out of 10 recommend. There are three. The first one, phenomenal. Number two, one of my favorite movies all time growing up. Okay. Number three, that one was a weird one. Okay. I won't lie to you. That one was a weird one. I can't really defend that one, but phenomenal. All right. Now I've heard that the 2012 cartoon isn't terrible. Okay. So go check that out. I'm going to eventually watch it. It's on my watch list. So is the 1980s ones. I think I want to watch the 80s version first, though, and then watch the 2012, and then come back, watch the 2003. So maybe this will get me back into Ninja Turtles with this new movie. I'm super pumped for this movie. Now, they had a movie in, like, 2007, 2008. I don't think that one was too bad, if I remember correctly, but obviously it didn't do well enough to get a sequel. It's kind of a bummer. But, um, yes, those are like my recommendations. Honestly, um, any of the comics, I'm always going to like recommend reading material because read, we need more people that can read. Okay. And then obviously number two, 2003 cartoon, like I said, it's perfect. It's perfect. I, I got nothing more to say. There is a crazy good fight between the turtles and shredder. Um, there's a really cool tournament arc. And like I said, there's there's some other mystical aspects to it because ninjas. And then, yes, the live action movies, man. I am actually going to have a group of people over at some point that I work with because none of these youths, none of these college kids have seen the 1990 live action Ninja Turtles. And that is a crime. It is classic. It's so classic that Vanilla Ice rapped a song on that called the Ninja Turtle Rap. And that rap is iconic. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Go ninja, go ninja, go. It's right up there with Ice Ice Baby. Now, also, I was singing earlier the banger of a uh, theme song for the 1980s. Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That one's for the 80s one. And then uh, mine... The one that I had growing up was even more badass because it was like, one is for the code of the martial arts. I could keep going. I don't know the word self. So it's fantastic. But the focus of the whole theme song is four. Okay? Now, I will leave with this, right? The main thing and why the Ninja Turtles are so great and so classic is because the main focus is brotherhood. Okay. To me, the Ninja Turtles really set the standard for teams of four, okay? When you have a group of people coming together, like, in any movie, right? Like, that's team-based. You have to... Each person probably fills out a Ninja Turtle role, right? There's a Donnie, there's a Leo, there's a Mikey, there's a Raph, okay? In each group, right? Obviously, the personalities are going to be a little bit different, but they all kind of fall into these roles, all right? That's because, to me, that's the standard. Because they do such a good job of 
showing that each brother, each turtle, is a different character, but yet they still come together and work together. And to be honest, the Ninja Turtles probably have the best team chemistry out of any uh, pop culture group out there. I stand by that. Okay, I don't think you're getting any better than the Ninja Turtles. This is the definition of teamwork. This is the definition of brotherhood. They always watch out for each other, even when one person goes out and dinks it up. They go out there together and they fix it together as a team, right? And they're all just trying to get better to protect each other. Because at the end of the day, that's what you get out of the Ninja Turtles, right? They might be turtles. They might be ninjas. They might be teenagers. Okay? But at the end of the day, they still have that human aspect, which is they are brothers. They are family. They watch out for each other. And they do what's right because that's what they're supposed to do. Right? That's what Master Splinter instilled in them. That is their ninja way. Shout out to Naruto. So, on that note, guys, this one was, was a real fun one for me. This one was an easy one for me. So, if you like this content, I don't know what you're waiting for, man. Hit the follow button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Share with your friends. You're like, oh, man, dude, this episode's about Ninja Turtles. It's so good. You gotta, you gotta share it with this other guy, right? You gotta listen to it, okay? Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Magic Beans Productions. You enjoy this conversation. You want to hear me talk about the next about the Ninja Turtle movie in depth with another dude who's my close friend and his name's JP. Well, go check out JP and the Beanstalk on all audio platforms, right? Go check us out on YouTube, JP and the Beanstalk. Go check us out on Instagram, JP and the Beanstalk, right? That's all I got tonight, guys. Thank you so much. This one's on time, guys. This one's on time. Uh, I hope you had fun. I hope you had a blast. And most importantly to all of you, God bless.